Party, good morning from my side. Um, and welcome to everybody to this webinar. Um, we have progressed quite a bit since August 2020. That's uh, since when we've been running these webinars. Um, my name is Tilly Davies. I'm the founder and owner of Marketing CX. And with me, I've got Bedin Hugo. She is our ops manager and she will assist you guys. We are live, so we are running this as a webinar. Um, we are also live on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and YouTube. So welcome to everybody that's watching us live. Bedin will help you with comments if you have any questions. Just drop it in the comments and we will assist you that way. For the guys on the webinar, um, you can drop any questions in the chat. We will assist you that way. Just a uh, quick understanding of what this is all about. So this is a webinar workshop and masterclass. I'm not selling anything. It is for you to come and um, share with us the experience that we've gained over the last 17 years in LinkedIn. That's how long I have been going. Marketing CX, my company has been going for six years. So um, sit back, relax. We are going to focus today on um, LinkedIn and how you can turn your LinkedIn account into a lead generating machine. So I'm going to share my screen with you and uh, I'm going to get started straight away with learning. And what I need you to understand is LinkedIn is uh, very powerful in the sense that it creates a journey for your customers, your ideal clients, your leads, your prospects. Now, I have uh, last week covered some of the changes that we have seen in LinkedIn over the last two years. Since 2020 until today, there has been a vast amount of changes in LinkedIn. Now, I have always said and explained to people that LinkedIn is very easy because all you need to do is follow what they show us because LinkedIn, in fact, show us step by step by the way that they, they do their structures, their layouts, their features, of what you should be doing to be um, successful. And the one thing that stands out for me in the changes that LinkedIn is doing is they want us to focus more on inbound marketing. Now, the difference between inbound and outbound marketing is what this webinar is all about and how that, in fact, will save you a heap of time, effort and money. If you understand the power that you have within LinkedIn, 
But the first uh, concept in order to understand the difference between inbound and outbound marketing. So I want to take you through the journey that your ideal client on LinkedIn um, goes through. So if you look at the journey and we look at it as a fairy tale story, like Cinderella as my example. The real journey on LinkedIn for them is they are a normal person. They they the hero in this story, in this LinkedIn story. And they have their normal day-to-day activities that they do, but they experience a problem. They they come across some kind of adversity, um, a challenge that they need to overcome. And what they need is they need a guide, they need an advisor, they need someone to assist them, and then ultimately they transform. Now, if you take it in the Cinderella story, she's been just a normal um, housewife. She had a problem. She was bullied by her sisters. Uh, The fairy godmother came, uh, gave her some assistance, and she married the prince. She's been transformed. And that is the way that I want you to look at it today and view yourself in this story. You are the advisor, the guide, the rescuer. That is the role that you are playing. And that is the role in LinkedIn that you should be playing. You should be there to guide, to advise, to help people to overcome the problem. Now, once you understand your position in the journey that you are going to take people through, it then makes sense to look at um, LinkedIn and how we are going out with the old and in with the new. You see, Most people still do, and I can see it every single day when I'm on LinkedIn. Most people are still focusing on the traditional way of reaching out to their ideal clients on LinkedIn. Send them messaging. Um, Go out and only publish um, sales content. Their their profiles is focused on being a um, resume. Uh, It's all about them and what they are doing. And they keep on pushing these messages out to everybody. Earlier this week, I was um, busy with um, engagement on my account. And it was interesting to see the kind of content people push up Um, they're in recruitment and the only thing they do is vacancy 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 or they try and go out and promote their articles on their blogs so it's just article 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 so they literally just go out and keep on pushing what we are looking at and uh, from the changes that i showed you guys last week it has become clear that inbound marketing is starting to come more to the fore in linkedin 
a better word for inbound marketing, and this is based on my almost 17 years in the customer experience realm, to me is attraction marketing. So it's a, it's a method to grow your business by helping your potential customers to reach their goals. Um, so basically, what we need to do on LinkedIn, if we wanted to use LinkedIn as the powerful marketing tool it is, is we need to reach out and position ourselves as advisors, as guides to assist others to solve their problems and in doing so, attract them to us. So this is the the change um, that LinkedIn is undergoing at the moment. And um, in order to embrace this change, It is now becoming crucial that you understand who your customer is. The days in LinkedIn, and I've been active in LinkedIn for, um, like I said, almost 17 years. The days where you just go out and connect with any and everybody and treat it like a numbers game is not going to work anymore. LinkedIn is... uh, uh, implementing all sorts of restrictions to uh, prevent you from doing that. Think about your 100 connection invitation limit on LinkedIn. So understanding who your customer is and who, who is that person that you want to guide, that you want to advise, that you want to assist is now Um, absolutely going to be a game changer for you. It can make or break your activities on LinkedIn. Now, there's a couple of ways, and I've covered this in previous webinars, and I will be covering it again because it is a very important aspect of your LinkedIn day-to-day activities. But what I'm going to give you a quick overview and some tips on how you can um, absolutely make sure that you identified your customer, your buyer's persona is, is another word that we use for it. I like Harold Janine. He's a business executive uh, from the, uh, the 20th century. He came up with a very profound statement for me. And and to me, this is, uh, it it resonates with me because coming from an uh, IT background, this is how we computerized manual processes in businesses way back then. But what he's saying is very relevant to understanding who your customer is. You see, you read a book from the beginning to the end but you run a business the opposite way. You start with the end in mind and then you do everything you must to reach it. Now take this into context of identifying your customers. The first thing you do to understand your customers is reach out to your customers. Ask them the question, what is it that attracted them to you? 
why did they make the decision to go forward with you? They have got a heap of information for you to start with. The goal really that you have is you need to understand the mindset of the buyers as they make the decisions that you want to, to influence, that you want to guide them on, that you want to assist them with. What we do in Marketing CX is the first step we do is we look at LinkedIn. You cannot go in LinkedIn and say, I want females between 30 and 40 uh, that drives Ferraris. There is no such data available. So what we do is we take the four criteria that the vast majority, almost 99% of LinkedIn users will provide, and that is their title, their geography, the size of their company if they have a um, if they have a page, and then the industry they're in. Once we have those. Um, four criteria, we start asking questions. Questions like, what are the demographics of the buyers? Um, what do they, what does success look like for them? Um, what are the reasons they decide to invest in solutions? What is preventing them from considering our solution? And what influences are involved at each phase of this decision-making process? So we look at all of that. Now, the question that people have is, how do you get those answers? Well, LinkedIn is a one-stop shop. It's not only there to just reach out to people and say, buy my stuff. It is not there to just generate leads. Another aspect of LinkedIn is research. One of the things that I always advocate to my team is look at what they post. Look at their activity on LinkedIn. Look at um, what do they like? What do they share? What is the kind of comments they leave? And if ultimately you cannot find that information on LinkedIn, they active on a social media platform somewhere. Go and find them and start doing research on them. You will be amazed when we do engagement and we just go through and look at the ideal clients we've identified based on the four, four criteria. If I take 10 of those every day and I just make a note do they follow um, influences like Gary V um, Simon Sinek uh, what do they like do they like quotes um, what is the type of content that they uh, post do they come across as desperate in other words, do they do a lot of sales messages? Do they go out and have buy my stuff kind of, of scenarios? Do they use LinkedIn effectively? And so on. So how active are they in their sales process? 
there's going to be a lot more information around um, how to identify your ideal client in future webinars. Uh, and I have done this before, but spend time on who is your customer. One of the best things that I have found, and you get all of these templates that you can go and say, you know, this is this is uh, my my persona, and I'm going to call him Jack, and this is all of the criteria I measure him on. Another way that I have found is to write a story about him, talk about him. What does he do? What does he like? What doesn't he do? If you do your um, persona in this way, you're also going to have a lot of ammunition for content marketing going down the line. So I spent a bit of time in explaining to you um, how to identify who is your customer because it's that important. Once you've identified who is your customer, let us look at inbound marketing or attraction marketing. Let us just go through the, the terminology and the definitions of it so that you can understand it. As a certified inbound marketer with HubSpot, I'm very fond of the flywheel. We use it in our content marketing as well, but it's probably the best way that I can explain inbound marketing. It has got three stages, attract, engage, and delight. The attract stage, and I'm going to, to, to put this into LinkedIn um, terminology. This is where you earn people's attention. This is where you generate traffic and get leads. This is really your profile. This is where you're going to use your profile and set up your profile in such a way that you start attracting people. Once you've attracted people to your profile, you use the attract phase to attract them to your company page on LinkedIn so that you can introduce them to your um, company, your business, um, on your LinkedIn page. So both your profile and your page plays a huge role in the attract phase where you start getting people's attention. The next phase is engage. This is where we focus on building um, relationships. And this is where we sometimes go wrong in LinkedIn because we want to close deals. We want to get them in a, uh, in a Zoom meeting. We want to say, buy my stuff. But in the engage phase is really where your content is starting to play a role because you now know who you're talking to. You understand their problem and you understand the role you're going to play as the fat fairy godmother. So it's all to do with building relationships and converting more leads and prospects. So this is how, if done effectively, you ultimately save costs by lowering your client acquisition costs. So engagement has all to do 
with your content and and um, building the relationship through engagement. The last area is delight. This is where we create brand awareness, where we improve customer retention, lifetime value, referrals, and so on. Uh, we're very fond to use the delight phase as the LinkedIn group. So once we've attracted our, our, our uh, ideal clients on LinkedIn via our profile and pages, we engage with them via our content and then we delight them by inviting them to join our LinkedIn group to continue the conversation. And I've always said in the LinkedIn group, the beauty is that um, you can have your customer, your lead, your prospect, your suppliers, your business partners all together delighting all of them, creating brand awareness. And if done correctly, your group members will start inviting people and that is where referrals start coming in. So when you manage your group in the right way on LinkedIn, it can really become a source so that you can um, start using the group to follow the, the wheel. Because once they join the group, you can um, attract them to your profile and the whole process starts all over again. And that is how inbound marketing as a structure fits into LinkedIn. Now, when you do marketing, we talk about the MarTech tool stack. Now, what a MarTech tool stack is, is all of the technology that you need to use to manage your marketing. It, it covers every element of all of your campaigns from lead generation to email marketing, to websites, to search engine optimization, social media. So all of the tools that you're going to use in order to manage this process. Here is the beauty of it. You can do all of it just by using LinkedIn. Just by using LinkedIn. You do not need any of this. And this is good news for the small to medium businesses out there because you don't have to have five, seven, ten pieces of software just to manage your marketing. You can literally just use LinkedIn. I've had clients, and I have a client at the moment, that do not even have a website anymore because LinkedIn is that effective in doing that. So what I want to show you is, and then I'm going to take you into LinkedIn and I'm going to quickly run through LinkedIn and show you how it works. But let's look at the traditional software that you would use and how you can replace it by LinkedIn. If you use a CRM, you can set up your sales navigator as a CRM if done correctly. Instead of doing a blog post on a website that you need to search engine optimize and drive traffic to the website now as well, you can uh, literally have a very 
aggressive content strategy on LinkedIn from um, slideshows to videos to newsletters to articles to daily posts and so on. Search engine optimization, known as SEO, is something that most companies get involved in when they have a website because they need to drive traffic to it. So they have a website with a couple of pages. They get um, the Google Search Console involved and now they start measuring and seeing and it's becoming a nightmare to get traffic to your website. In LinkedIn, we have the profile, the page, the group, recommendations, skills, endorsement, keywords, hashtags, funnels, engagement, engagements, give and get, and content, all that you can optimize so that it's available on a search, both on LinkedIn and off LinkedIn. So the, the opportunities, the layout is there. You don't even have to create it. You just need to know how to populate it. Social media marketing, um, I'm thinking of tools like Hootsuite, Agora Pulse, and so on, um, to manage your social media. On LinkedIn, you can manage it through engagement research and the analytics available on LinkedIn. So you don't even have to have a separate advertising versus organic. All of this can be done without spending a dime on um, advertising costs and so on. So what I want to do is let us go to LinkedIn and let me go show you how all of this works in LinkedIn. So. I'm going to share my screen and we are in my LinkedIn profile. Now, one of the things I want to highlight even before we start is one of the most important things in LinkedIn is consistency. You need to arrive and be present daily. If you're not consistent, you're losing traction very quick. And I'm mentioning this because if we start working LinkedIn in this way, you need to do this on a daily basis. You can't um, arrive just when you feel like it. Um, most of you are aware that I've had a, a major crisis in that my son took gravely ill in the beginning of this year. And I couldn't spend as much time on LinkedIn as what I used to. And I lost total traction on this. Um, I couldn't even run my webinars and so on. And um, it was a, a very good exercise to even show my clients and my prospects and leads why it is so important to be active all the time um, on, on your LinkedIn. So I just quickly want to show, and LinkedIn is playing up with me today. I just quickly want to show you some of the things that you need to do um, on uh, LinkedIn. And we're going to have this coming up on my um, banner because I'm busy with a life. But one of the first things you need to do is when you're on LinkedIn and on your page, what you need to do is if you click on edit your profile settings, I want you to scroll down 
until you see your, your profile's public visibility. What is important here is the default is set to all LinkedIn members, which means if somebody is searching for you, they're only going to be able to find you on LinkedIn members. But if you make it public, your LinkedIn account profile page content will be visible in a, in a search, either Google, Bing or any one of the search engines. So you have to make sure that you change this setting before we even start talking about um, search engine optimizing your LinkedIn account for inbound marketing. Then there is a couple of things that you need to focus on and um, I'm going to take you through this. Your banner is important and you can't see my banner at the moment because when you do a, a LinkedIn Live like I'm doing at the moment, it displays in your banner. Can you see how LinkedIn is helping us to promote what we do? So anybody that is currently visiting my profile will see my life and will be able to join us. But what is important on your banner is you need to make sure that in your banner, and I can maybe use Berlin just to show you what the banners looks like. But if you look at Berlin's banner, you can, you can see that the banner is like a billboard. It explains to you um, what you are all about. When you upload your banner, make sure that the name that you use to upload your banner is a keyword. Don't just say LinkedIn banner. It must be a keyword. In other words, if I go and I want to focus on my name as a um, keyword, the name that you uploaded would be a keyword that will be found in a Google search. So your profile picture. So if we want to, to dominate the keyword social selling, we can upload the banner as social selling. If Berlin wants to use her picture as, the, as a keyword, she must make sure that it says Berlin Hugo so that um, it will be listed as a keyword. You need to set up your headline. Now, I've said a lot about the headline and the three questions you need to cover the who is this for, uh, what do you help them with and how do you do that? But what is important here is you want keywords because you want to be found on LinkedIn. You want to attract people to you so that when uh, people search for you in LinkedIn or in a Google search that your keywords are listed here. Another area in your, um, in your profile is your about section. And in your about section, it's not to say that I have been in the business world for 40 years. Nobody cares. What is important now 
is to use as many of the keywords that my customers will use to find me. I am looking for people who are looking for me is the new motto. So your about section is important that you fill it with the keywords. Now it's similar to the website days where people started to write website content in such a way that it was not, uh, it didn't make sense. It was just thrown with keywords. So be careful. But if you write the story about what you do and you know who your customer is, the keywords will be built into this. What is also important is that in your um that you start using your hashtags that you want to be found for and that you focus on and that this is what your customers will be looking for when they look for you. Another area that's important is um, your content. Now, what is um, important with your content is you're not writing for yourself, you're writing for them. So make sure that the content in here covers their story. They are the hero, not you. So you need to cover their story so that they can find you and see that you are the fairy godmother to them. Your experience is another area that you can detail and Berlin and I are busy with uh, rebranding. Um, but your experience, and maybe I can go back to my profile, your experience is important because this is where you're going to start highlighting more keywords and focusing on hashtags, backlinks is what we built into our experiences so that people can find us. The um, skills and I've, I've gone over this a number of times, but the skills um, that um, you're going to list here is not what you do. It is what they need. In other words, you keep on focusing on your ideal customer. What is it that they need? What is it that you can do to create that transformation for them and find uh, recommendations because the people that um, will recommend you will have the keywords in their profiles that you are targeting. These are your followers, your clients, your ideal client uh, and so on. So the more recommendations you get, the more backlinks you are creating to the keywords that you want to do and this is how you go in and you optimize your profile make absolutely sure that when you use um, when you start doing search engine optimization that it's more than just a linkedin makeover that it's more than just a linkedin optimization the links to your uh, pages um, make sure that your page is optimized um, and it follows the same pattern. You want to have your keyword as the name of the picture that you're uploading. Your logo isn't just logo. 
it should be the name of the keyword that you're looking for. You're creating backlinks. You need to build in um, uh, keywords into your about section that uh, people are going to be looking for. And similarly, on your group, the structures in LinkedIn has, is there for a purpose. This is where you set yourself up so that you can go and attract people with to, to your structures so that you can go and um, get the right people in. I said that you can use LinkedIn uh, Sales Navigator as a um, CRM. We built funnels um, in LinkedIn, in, in Sales Navigator to manage the relationship. So the minute that we identify someone in our second connections that we want to reach out to, um, we add them to a list. Once they're in the second connection, we send out a connection invite. Once we've sent out a connection, they accept the connection invite, we put them in a welcome list and, and so on. So we move them from the lists and at any point in time, we can see where we are in the relationship building process. What is also important is that you use all of the features that LinkedIn is making available. I'm going to speak a lot more about it next week, but creator mode is important in that um, it gives you uh, access to LinkedIn Lives like I'm doing at the moment. And it also gives you access to create more content. Now for today, I am not going to focus on the content. We are going to cover that next week. But what is important and the message that I want to um, leave with you today is attraction marketing, inbound marketing is where your focus should be on LinkedIn, attracting people to you using these structures, it's going to save you a lot of money because it can all be done at no cost. It is uh, available to you. The important thing about inbound marketing, and it's even more important now if you start attracting people to you than before, is you need to monitor and see if it works. The LinkedIn analytics is available. It's on your dashboard. Now, one thing that I have always shown my uh, clients and what we do in our team is, um, what we do in our team is, we look at when we look at the analytics we always look at the search appearances first so if you go to your profile and you see your dashboards most people go to their profile views look at your search appearances it's a dead giveaway if you're on target with the keywords 
because if your keywords is incorrect, then your setup is not working well. LinkedIn is also on their pages upgraded the analytics where um, in your analytics, you can now make a comparison and see how your competitors is doing. You can monitor your employee advocacy and see how well that is working. And you can look at who is visiting um, your, your page and you can view page views, unique visitors, and so on, time ranges. You can monitor the job functions. These are dead giveaways if you are on target with attracting the right audience. If you're not, go back to the drawing board, look at your profile, change keywords, and make sure that you attract the right people. You can look at locations if that is important. If I focus on Timbuktu and there is nobody from Timbuktu that is visiting my page, I'm attracting the wrong people. Now, important when you measure whether your page is working for you, I prefer to look at the visitors because those are the people that I'm attracting. And this is where my inbound marketing um, starts. So going back, uh, then you can also use external tools. Now, I'm not an affiliate, but one tool that we use is Shield. And Shield gives us a lot of information, like for instance, on content. So I can see how on target is my content. And I'll just quickly show you um, how this works. If you can't see my screen, just shout. But if you look at the content report, for instance, um, we get a lot of information um, from the content um, that we share. Just want to go to my um, content over here. So if I look at if I look at any one of my content and I want to see how on target I am, I can see which regions is my content focusing on. I can see what is the occupation. I can, I can have in-depth knowledge of this um, and how it is working for us. So in a nutshell then, to, um, to conclude, LinkedIn has made a lot of changes over the last two years and there's a major one coming um, which is going to be the availability of podcasting. They've given us the features, the tools, they made it very clear that going out and just spamming people and keep on pushing information out there is not the way that it's going to work. Inbound marketing, attracting people to you is what is important. And um, what you need to do is make absolutely sure that your LinkedIn account is not just optimized to look pretty, but optimized to be found as the advisor, as the guide to 
um, your ideal client. In other words, everything is now, now focused on helping people. I just want to find out, um, Berdin, is there any questions? Um, so Alta just asked, do you only have this if you use Sales Navigator with regards to the company page analytics? And I responded to that by, you know, you, you don't need Sales Navigator to access those analytics. But Tilly, can you just quickly show her slowly how to get to those analytics? And she said, um, I could not see how you, you got to it. So if you can just quickly show her that again, that would be nice. Okay, great stuff. I will go in. So what I'm going to do, Alta, is I'll take you through step by step. In order to get to your company page, um, when you look at the menu, if you are on, if you just logged in, you have the menu at the top. This little me tab over here, if you click on it, your company page is listed at the bottom here. It's probably the easiest and quickest way. Um, you need to make sure that you're viewing this as an admin. If you view it as a member, you're not uh, going to see the analytics. So you need to view it as an admin. Once you view it as an admin, you get the menu over here that says Home Content Analytics and Activities. In here, you will find the analytics that I showed you. I, the majority of the time, focus on my visitors who is visiting my page because that is what gives us insight i hope that was helpful um anything then just quickly on a, a content basis we've spoken earlier this week today about sharing posts from the news feed that other people has posted um now i've asked the question whether most of you use linkedin uh, write your own content yourself for LinkedIn or whether you utilize other people's content to share. And Tanya said she uses a mixture of both. Maybe we should just quickly touch on why sharing isn't necessarily the best way of posting on LinkedIn. Okay, great stuff. Um, the, with the changes that LinkedIn has brought in, the focus now is, and this is what creator mode has also brought in, is LinkedIn wants content, yours. So what a lot of people do is they go in and they look at um, other people's content, like Simon Sinek, for instance, or Gary Vee or an influencer, and then they just click share and they post. It doesn't work anymore. We've actually tested it at Marketing CX, your views is almost zero. What LinkedIn wants you to do is if you share somebody's content, the best way to do it is write your own posts and then put the posts link that you share in the comments. Let me show you how that works. If we go into LinkedIn and I'm on my homepage, let's say I want to share uh, Stuart, Stuart's um, post. What I'm going to do is I'm going to create a new post and tell people why this is something that I feel I want to share with my community. And then in the link in the comments, if you click on the little eclipse over here, you can copy the link to the post. 
So you can still credit Stuart and say that he wrote this post by adding it in the comments, but just by going down here and share and post, we have found that the, the, the views um, is, is going totally down. LinkedIn doesn't uh, currently position shared content at all. Um, for the same sake, tagging people. If you go in and I see a lot of these posts at the bottom, there is like 10, 20 people that's tagged in the post. Those posts views are also um, not taking, um, uh, getting any kind of momentum. I had a little bit of a tongue tie there. Um, those posts also don't get any momentum. Just tagging people is um, also of no use. Um, I would rather go into the comments and tag people in the comment, but not in the post itself. Um, it, it's just something we picked up in Marketing CX that is not working at the moment. Um, but then if there's no uh, further questions, guys, the um, registration for next week's webinar and um, lives on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube is open and available. You can register. For next week, I'm going to show you how to use content to attract people to you. So we're going to focus a lot on the engagement side of um, inbound marketing. And I'm going to give you next week a seven-step framework of how to do story selling. Now, I didn't make a tongue tie this time. I'm going to show you next week how you've been lied to about storytelling and how it's in fact story selling. And uh, so don't miss next week. It is the glue that's going to put everything together. The registration um, is uh, available. So um, you can go to, to the um, the normal uh, marketing CX news forward slash webinar to register. If you prefer to be on the webinar, um, I do know that it is already uh, available, the live invite to the event on LinkedIn. So um, do reach out. I'll see you next week. Don't miss it. It's going to be huge. It is content marketing like you've never seen before. And I will show you how you can absolutely turn posts into paying clients. So I'll see you next week. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, Clive, I saw your message. We will be in touch with you. Um, and then I look forward to meeting with you next week. Berlin, thanks for helping. See you all next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.